Okay, I'm here at the Game Developers Conference online in Austin, Texas, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Josh Burns. I'm the Senior Product Manager for Six Waves US office. Uh, Six Waves is uh, the largest global publisher of Facebook games. Um, we're really the only large company involved in the Facebook gaming space that is exclusively focused on publishing games. So, so yeah. when you talk about publishing games, what is the benefit of quote publishing a game? Because it seems like in Facebook, developers can just go in and directly post their game. So, yeah. So it's definitely true. You can, uh, you know, you put your game on Facebook. You can put it up there. Users can start playing it. Um, you know, you can have viral channels and do some acquisition that way. Uh, you know, in the old days, which actually isn't that long ago, you know, for every one user that played your game, you might get 10 new users. But um, those days, unfortunately, are long gone. So, um, you know, the biggest challenge is, is really user acquisition. So that's where we can, we can help out developers. Um, we have a network of about 60 million monthly players um, across all the games and viral applications. Uh, so we do not develop any games, but the partner games that we publish, and then the viral applications um, are sort of simple ways that we engage users who might not be engaged with any gaming content. So these are applications where you can send someone a heart or send your buddy a drink uh, on Facebook, um, and then we can engage new users to grow the network through those viral apps. So in terms of distribution, um, you know, we have a cross-sell bar on the top of all of our games in our network, um, where your new users are seeing for discovery. You know, new games that's targeted based on their demographics and the language that they're on Facebook using Facebook in. Um, we also. Uh, We'll buy Facebook advertising um, and do other online and offline promotion to basically drive traffic to the game. Um, and then we also provide localization services, so we are a global uh, company, so our network is about 30% North America, 30% Asia, and then um, a lot of the rest is sort of Europe and then some other emerging markets like Latin America. Um, so, for example, some of our games you can play in up to nine different languages. Um, we provide the the translation of the in-game text. Um, and then we also have a payment uh, API that you can plug into and then you get access to a lot of different payment methods, um, including offers, credit card payments, PayPal, Facebook credits, some prepaid offerings from Asia, um, TurkPay, you know, very regional payments. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned that initially you could just, one person could play it and it would spread to 10 of their friends and those days are gone. Yeah. Do you feel there's still opportunity on the Facebook platform and where do you feel that opportunity is? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think there's definitely still opportunity. Uh, it's definitely much more challenging. It's become very crowded. Um, so, you know, partnering with a company like ours can help you really grow and get your content out there. Because if you do have um, a high-quality game, but not a lot of money or um, the resources to, to really market and drive users to your game, um, it's very challenging. Um, you know, if you can't grow fast enough, um, and you're, if your game is successful but you can't grow fast enough, somebody could, could copy it and then, um, you know, grow to scale fast enough where that you're sort of uh, unfortunately rendered irrelevant if there's uh, another similar title on the platform that's, uh, you know, and it has millions of users. So definitely opportunity, I think. We look for really, uh, you know, unique content. We're not interested in games that are uh, the same as everything else. Um, you know, they, the reality is people like fairly, you know, style of games on Facebook, usually they're very much more casual in terms of complexity. Um, but um, something that's unique. Um, 
Yeah, can you talk about, um, you know, some of the more well-known games are farm themes, restaurant themes, stuff like that. Can you talk yeah. about um, what you mean by unique? Uh, are you talking about still targeting the same audience but different themes? Can you also talk about some of the success stories you guys have had uh, in terms of games that you published that have taken off? Yeah, I can actually... I can cover b both those things. I think um, it, we one of the benefits of our model, because we're not developing games, which obviously um, can be very expensive, is that we can take more risk in terms of the games we publish. So we really look for unique content. So I think two good examples. One is Mall World. Um, you know, it's a game about fashion and sort of owning uh, owning a store and and, and, and so interacting with your friends through the the that theme. You know, it's. Uh, it's a game where there's no male characters, so it was fairly unique at the time because you have a lot of the top games are very sort of mass market, trying to appeal to everyone. Whereas Mall World, obviously there are you know males who play the game, but um, you know very female focused game. Uh, you know that we started publishing right from the start. Um, it now has about I think 4.5 million monthly players, and uh, you know now there's about five or six mall fashion oriented games on Facebook. So. Yeah, I think that's one example. Um, I think the other one I'll point to is a game called Kingdoms of Camelot. Um, definitely m much more complex game um, than a lot of the stuff you see on, on Facebook. Um, you know, obviously very focused on sort of younger males. Again, an extremely successful game. Um, monetizes extremely well. Um, I think it probably has three or four to five, three to four million monthly players, I believe. Um, again, now there's a lot of copycats, and so that's a very niche game. It's not, you know. And um, you know, what's 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 the cost if people want to go through publishing through you? What what is the cost that they're going to have to pay to get that yeah. distribution? Yeah. So f to work to partner with us, we work on a rev share basis, uh, revenue share basis. So um, there's no fees, there's no upfront costs. Um, the the standard relationship is. Uh, 60% uh, for the publisher, 40% for the developer. Um, so uh, the way we look at it is if we can, you know, grow your users more than twice as, as to levels twice that what you can do on your own, even though you know we we take a share of the dollars, you're still in the end sort of coming out ahead. And we definitely do um, can grow and w would grow your game too levels much beyond twice yeah. twice that. And can you talk about areas then that you guys are looking at? I mean, is there any specific like demographic or themes that you're not looking at uh, given the changes in the space? Yeah, I mean, I think um, we really look at, we're open to looking at anything. I mean, our, our, we probably look at eight to ten games a week that people come to us with. Um, you know, so we see a lot of really interesting content and unique content. So we don't, we aren't necessarily focused on any specific demographic. Um, but we, what we are finding is that a game that is focused on sort of targeting a specific demographic, um, those used to tend to be monetize much better and be more successful, but we're not looking necessarily for anything specific. Yeah. I mean, are there best practices or things you've seen in um, successful games that you guys have promoted? I mean, are there any things that developers should keep in mind as they develop games and get something ready? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, especially for those new to the platform, I mean, you really have to make sure that you are building in mechanics for virality, for people to share, um, you know, 
moments in a game with their friends, making them relevant, what they're sharing, make them want to share it. Um, engagement mechanics that gets people to come back, you know, daily, at least you know once a day, if not multiple times a day. Um, making monetization again relevant and compelling, so it's that people want to engage in, in actually spending money in the game. Um, I think another thing that people overlook is potentially, uh, you know, Facebook is worldwide. There's 500 million users around the world on the platform, and 200 million are playing games, and so these people are everywhere. So, you know, a lot of people are focused, just think for sort of English-speaking countries, um, you know, if you're, say, based in North America. But there's a lot of opportunity um, among users all around the world. So making sure that your game content can be fairly universal or that you have content that will appeal to people from all over the world. Um, and then also thinking about localization and building your uh, game to be able to support it, the ability to sort of uh, localize the text and, and whatnot. And where can developers find out more information about your company and potentially submitting a game to get published? Definitely. Um, so uh, we take requests all the time. You can uh, go to sixwaves.com. That's the number sixwaves.com. And uh, from there, there's an email. You can email our business development guys and just you know basically send along your game and some background maybe on yourself and your company, and then we'll uh, someone will get back to you and we'll basically take an initial look, our team will take an initial look at your game, um, if it's something that's there's a playable, you know, we, we definitely want to see a playable version, um, you know, if it's already out and live, that's even easier, um, but we want to really play the game, and if you have some metrics that you can share as well, that's extremely valuable too. Thank you very much.